Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Praise God. He is so good. Oh, I want to cry. God is so good to me. You see, when we serve God, He takes care of our business. We take care of His business, He takes care of our business. We don't have to fight the battle. We just give it to God. God who can split the race sea, who can do all the things for us, still fight for us today. We just have to Stand firm in faith. Serve God. Seek the kingdom of God first. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many people enjoy the teaching in this meeting? Do you learn a lot? Are you convinced now that Jesus came not just give the good philosophy or a new way of life, but he came to give us the super abundant life? Everyone say, more than... More than enough. Two times. More than. More than enough. Not just one time. More than, more than enough. John chapter 10, verse 10 in the Amplified Bible. The thief comes only to order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. These words came from the mouth of the Lord Jesus himself. We are not making it up. He said that the thief came to kill, to steal, and to destroy. We talked a little bit this morning that we're all going to face trials and hardships because the devil is still at work today attacking people. All of us will get attacked some way, somehow. We cannot avoid attacks because we're still living in this world. But thank God, God who is eternal, give us victory every time if we don't give up and we stand firm in faith. God give us abundant life on earth here, not only in heaven. We learned this morning, in heaven, we have super abundant life. We live for eternity with the presence of God, with the light and the righteousness and holiness of God. Perfect. The river of life flow in all the time from the throne of God in heaven, in paradise. But now we are still living on earth. I want to tell you the good news. If we faithfully serve God, follow God, go to church, read the Bible, get into the Word, fill with the Holy Spirit, repenting, Changing, adjusting every day. Every year, your life will be better. My worst time is gone. Now I'm better than last year. Next year is going to be better than this year. We're only going up, going up higher, moving up higher and higher every single year. Our life will be better every year. Why? Because we know more the Bible. We make less mistakes. We have more faith. We have more love. We have closer 
relationship with Jesus, our relationship with Him gets stronger every year. So every year, life is better. Even though we get older, we cannot avoid being old. But otherwise, we are better every single year. But are we still being attacked by the enemy? Yes. A lot of time, when we look at the outside appearance of the suffering of people, we may think that your brother get the bigger attack than another person. But in fact, this is a statement I want to say. The degrees of your suffering and your struggling are related to the degrees of your unpreparedness. If you grow spiritually, you become stronger. You are prepared more to fight with the enemy. Your struggle will be less severe, even though the attack may be even stronger than before. No one in the world can boast that I have never faced any trials and attack from the enemy. Everyone faces, and all the kind of attacks are similar. You and I face similar attacks. No one can say, "Oh, you know, you are different from me." No, everybody gets the same kind of attack. That's why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, "No temptation has overtaken you except such as it is common to man." The attack to you is common to me and to other people as well. But how we can handle that? We need to be prepared. We need to grow up, build our spirit up to be stronger, so that we can face the attack with more victory. We can resolve the problem easily, quickly than before. First Peter chapter five verse nine, the Bible say, "Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings, everyone say the same, are experienced by your brotherhood in the world." All of us face similar kind of attacks and trials and temptations. Amen? No exception. We all face the same thing. Sometimes you may say, it's not fair. That brother seemed to have a smooth life, no problem. His life going on well. I got attacked all the time. Wow, I cry all the time. I lose sleep all the time. It's not fair. God is not fair. In fact, if you investigate, you will find out that the other person in the church has gotten more attacks, higher, stronger attack than you, more frequently than you. But you cannot tell because he's so mature. He can't handle very easily. When the attack comes, he still smile, happy, serve God. No one even knows that he got attacked by the enemy, because he is more well prepared to fight against the enemy. Mature Christian will not lose the joy, the smile on the face, the faith, the vision, whenever the devil attack them. But baby Christians will cry, will weep, and complain. And throw the tantrum, and say, "I'm leaving the church. This is too much for me," because of the immaturity. But mature Christians stay calm, trust God, 
depend on God, resist the devil, and to smile and happy, and you cannot even tell that they got attacked all the time. Sometimes people even make the trials and attack worse because they go and tell everybody. They discuss about it all the time. They debate about it. They make everybody in the church think about it. They get it blown up to be bigger, even though the attack is so small. They cry, they complain, and eventually everything got worse because they keep talking and focusing about what the devil is doing. Instead of focusing about what the devil is doing, we should focus about what God can do for us. Remember this: God has the final say in every circumstance. God has the final say, and His final say is victory. Amen. Don't dwell in the problems. Don't focus and expand and magnify the problem. Trust God. Cast your care and Your concern toward the Lord, and He will take care of it. We all face the same kind of trials and hardship. Amen. What is the abundant life? When we talk about super abundant life, many times people think about money. I have more money. I have leftover money. Actually, the super abundant life involves every sphere of your life: spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. Materially, relationship-wise, relationship in the family, at work, your traveling, anything is involved. Everything, super abundant. Everywhere you go, you have more than, more than enough help, more than, more than enough support, more than, more than enough finances to handle the issue, the problem in your life. Everywhere you go, you live a super abundant life. Spiritually, when you live a super abundant life, you have an unhindered, closer relationship with God. Spiritually, when you have a super abundant life, the presence of God is so on, much on you. Everywhere you go, you sense the presence of God in your skin. You feel the presence of God all the time. You smile all the time because the Bible t- say that in His presence. You have the fullness of joy, amen. How can we tell that a person has more presence of God? Easy. Look at that face. When people have a long face, they may not have the thick presence of God. When you have a thick presence of God, you smile, you happy, you laugh, you enjoy, you're so joyful, because in His presence there is a fullness of joy. How many people want to have super abundant presence of God? So thick, so big, and smile all the time, happy all the time. Amen. We can grow in that area. Many years ago, the presence of God in my life up and down, yo-yo. Now, as year has gone by, I can sense that the presence of God stick with me, 24/7, and higher and higher every year. Super abundant presence of God, Amen. I want to have the anointing, very close to the level of Jesus. Jesus has the anointing without measure, without limit. I want to have the anointing, just a little bit less than Jesus, Amen. 
So even your shadow fall on the sick, they get healed. Everywhere you go, miracles happen. The first thing that you need to seek for the super abundant life is your spiritual super abundant life. Why? Look at three John, chapter one, verse two. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things. God wants us to prosper in all things, and be in health. Be healthy, just as your soul prospers. What comes first, your soul? If your soul prospers, your relationship with God is super abundant. The presence of God in your life is super abundant, more than more than enough. If your faith in God, your commitment to God, your love for God is growing super abundantly inside you. Start from the inside here, your spirit, your soul. It will impact your finances. It will impact your health. It will impact your marriage. It will impact your relationship with your boss. It will impact everything. You shall prosper in all things because your soul prosper in relationship with your God. Amen. That's why in our church, I emphasize a lot about your walk with God. How you know the Holy Spirit? How you walk with God? I emphasize the practical point of how you walk with God. I don't try to just teach the doctrine and theory, and people went back home big, big, big kid, but don't know how to walk with God. I want you to put into practice how you build that relationship with God, because I know when your soul prosper, the rest will come. Because that's what the Bible say: you shall prosper in all things, and you are in good health, because. Your souls prosper first, amen. What is the super abundant life physically? When you have the super abundant physical life, it means you are healthy, you strong, you have energy, you have strength to be able to handle things. You can draw the super abundant life of God, the soe of God, z o e soe, draw into you. The El Shaddai flow His life into your skin, into your hair, into your mind, into your body, through your vein. The life of God flow through you. You are healthy. You are strong. You have good memory, good strength. The El Shaddai, the mighty one who nourishes, who supplies, who satisfies. Flow his life into you, and that's the reason why I love the laying on of hand, and I. That's why God put the laying on of hand in Hebrew chapter six as the basic doctrinal foundation, because that's how God impart the spirit of God into people, and when the spirit come in, He imparts zoe into you. Do you notice that since you come into revival in our midst? You are healthier than before. How many people noticed that? How many people noticed you could not sleep at night, but after the life of God flow into you, you sleep better? How many people noticed that you are happier? You stronger? How many people noticed that you look younger? How many people noticed you look more beautiful, like my wife? Why? Because. 
The life of God is in you. You look more glorious. Amen. Your face looks so glorious with the Zoe of God, the physical, super abundant life. You're not just getting by, making it, scraping by each day, walk around with a long face, tired, sick all the time. You're not just existing, but you're so energetic. You're so full of power, strength, good health. Your face looks good. Amen? Your eyes full of the fire. Full of the love. You are different from people in the world. Because you have super abundant physical life. Amen? Many Christians think that it's God's will for them just to get by each month. Pay their bills. Nothing left over. Scraping by. Making it. Just live month by month. Check to check. Month to month. They think that that is good enough for me. Actually, we thank God that we are not in debt and we can have enough income to pay the bill every month. But to scrape by and to make it, to get by every month is not the perfect will of the Heavenly Father. Jesus came into the world so that we can have more than, more than enough. Not just enough. If our God is just a getting by God, making it God, scraping by God, He would have created only two stars in the sky. And we know that we need the light from the sun and the moon at night. So He would have thought, oh, the humanity needs only the sun and the moon. So I would create only sun, moon, and two stars and hang in the sky and you look at the two stars and the sun. Did he do that? No. He created a vast universe with innumerable stars that even the smartest guy in the world cannot even count the star, how many stars in the sky. They cannot even see how big the universe is. So far, no scientist can tell how big the universe is. Because our God is a God of more than enough. If our God is just a getting by God, making it God, scraping by God, He would have made only two kinds of flowers for you to look at. The rose and what else? The daisy. But He created numerous kinds of flowers. He did not make only two kinds of fish. He may say, I'm going to make only two kinds of fruit, two kinds of vegetable, and two kinds of fish. Human can survive with two kinds of fish, two kinds of vegetable, and two kinds of fruits. Can you survive? I think you can survive with two kinds of fish. Just salmon and tuna. Mango. And durian. <laughs> you don't know durian. You know durian? <laughs> I think American people will not survive durian. <laughs> Mango and durian. But thank God, He created 
numerous kinds of vegetable trees, fruit, animals, birds, fish, and oyster and other stuff, so that we can enjoy. Amen. Amen. Is he a super abundant God? Is he the modern and modern enough God? You look at the creation. You know God is a super abundant God. He is a modern enough God. Actually, all the resources on this earth, if we give to everyone on earth, everyone on earth will have more than more than enough. All the resources. If we divided all the oil and everything on earth, the jewelry, everything, the diamond to everybody on earth, all these billions of people will have more than more than enough. That's how God created the earth. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22. Proverbs 13, verse 22. A good man leave an inheritance to his children's children. And the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. If a man can leave inheritance to his grandchildren... You think he has only a few dollars in the bank account? How much does he have? Must be a lot. Because only the children alone may use a lot already. I know my three children. So happy right now. Because if I pass, they can sell my house. And they can have a lot of money. But not only my children are going to get money. My grandchildren will get money too. What does it mean? It must be a lot. That even the children cannot use them up. Is it a lot? They cannot even use your inheritance up. They have left over to the next generation. Is God, it's a God of more than enough. That He gives you so much that your grandchildren can even enjoy it. That's how God works. Should we believe that? But the key, you must be a good man. You need to be a good man. How do you know you're a good man? Love God, serve God, faithful to God, trustworthy, live for God. If you're a good man, how many people is a good man, are a good man here? Raise your hand up. If you don't raise your hand, what does it mean? (laughs) Are you a good man? You can leave inheritance to your grandchildren? Do you believe that God will bless you? To have inheritance for your grandchildren. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what is the obstacle for all of these things that I explained? What is the obstacle that hinders us from receiving the super abundant life from God? Let me tell you, one of the obstacles is our own thinking and our own believing. If we have the poverty mentality, if we have the getting by and scraping by belief that that is the will of God. We will not go anywhere. We need to expand the vision, enlarge the understanding, and increase the faith to see who God is. Our Heavenly Father, He is the El Shaddai, more than, more than enough Papa. Otosang. What do you say in Indonesian? Papatu. 
You have the more than enough, more than enough, and generous Papa in heaven. And you are a child of God. You need to expand your vision. You need to renew your thinking and your belief. If you think that God is poor and getting by God, you're gonna be like that. But if you see your God as a big God who loves you, who wants to give you super abundant life, He said that Jesus came so that you can have life and have it more abundantly. You expand that. You see God who He is. Let me read the scripture: Matthew eleven twenty-eight to thirty. What kind of God we serve? It's the kind of God that when we serve, it's going to be hard and difficult and very heavy. Matthew eleven twenty-eight to thirty. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. When you walk with God, no matter what happens, you just cling on to Jesus, follow Him, obey Him. The yoke gonna be easy. He gonna help you. The burden gonna be light. You can rest. You can sleep well every night. Amen. Second Corinthians twelve verse nine. He said to me, "My grace." Is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He said that His grace for you is super abundant, is more than enough, is sufficient. If God calls you to be a pastor, His grace for you to be a pastor will make your yoke. Easy. Amen. If God called you to lay hand on the sick, He will be there for you to make it easy. His grace is sufficient for you. If He called you to be businessman and woman to support the gospel, the grace will be there for you in your business. If God called you to be a worship leader, the grace will be there for you. Super abundant grace. Everyone says super abundant grace. More than, more than enough grace. Romans chapter eight verse thirty-seven. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Every situation we can have victory. More than enough victory. Amen. Jesus said, "I came so that they may have." Super abundant life. In heaven, God sit on the throne. He looked down into the earth, and he was looking for a man or a woman who believe in his, what he say. He looked for people who grab the hold of the scripture and agree with him, and expand the vision and believe in what he say. And when he find those kind of people. Like all of you who believe in what he says, who believe in his promises, who think right, believe right, 
He will start to work with you, pour the blessing on you. He will use you as an example, as an encouragement to other people to prove that the word of God is true and He never lies. Are you going to be those people on this earth in this generation that He look from heaven and say, "Oops, I like that person. Oh, that person agree with my word. That person practice what I say." They expand their vision and their belief. Amen? How many people want to be that, those kind of people? That let the word expand your vision and your belief. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 10 say, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. If you want to live a super abundant life, you cannot be lazy. You need to do your part. You need to work hard. You need to take care of your family. You cannot be lazy. But to work hard alone will make you have super abundant life or not. I'm not saying that we should be lazy. We should work hard. We should be good employees, good workers in our company. But the question is, Working hard alone will make you have super abundant life or not. Psalm 127, the answer, verses 1 to 2. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who built it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. For so he gives his beloved sleep. What does it mean? It means that even though you work hard, but if you don't cooperate with God, you don't allow God to be a part of your life, you don't allow God to help you in your business, you don't believe that he is the supplier, he is the source. He is the satisfier. He is the nourisher. He is the one who gives you super abundant life. You work so hard, but you get nothing. Have you ever seen business people who try and try and try, but they get nothing? The business failed again and again and again. Why? Because they don't have God in their business. Because they don't have faith that God can help them. Please work hard. But not only work hard, you need to get God involved. You need to seek the kingdom of God first. You need to live for God. You need to learn how to sow and let God get involved with your business. Amen? Look at what happened to Joseph. Genesis chapter 39, verses 2 to 3. And I will stop after I read about Joseph here. The Lord was with Joseph. And he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. What is the key sentence here? The Lord was with him. This is the key sentence. The presence of God. That's why I say, if your soul prosper, if your relationship with God is so strong, if you have the thick presence of God, you can work hard, but the presence of God in your life, 
will make your boss love you, like you, give you the increase and the promotion. And the Lord who make it happen, who make Joseph successful, and the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. Who make him prosper? God, not he himself. Who is the answer to your life? God make you prosper. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. And all that he had, he put under his authority. I like Joseph. I want to be Joseph in this generation. How many people like to be Joseph in this generation? You think God is respecter of people? No. You can be Indonesian or Malaysian or Singaporean or Spanish or Laotian. If you live like Joseph, you love God with all your heart. You love the presence of God. You live for the kingdom. You honor God in everything you do like Joseph. You obey Him. The presence of God is with you. You remember the story of the house of Obed-Edom. When the presence of God, when the Ark of the Covenant came into his house, the Bible said that house was blessed for three months. I heard testimony all over the world. When they came into revival, when that family welcomed the presence of the fire or the presence of the glory, their business changed, their home changed. Because they experienced what Joseph experienced, the Lord made them prosper. In Genesis chapter 39, verses 22-23, Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined, and he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph. Everyone said, the Lord was with Joseph. Again, the key sentence, the presence of God. And show him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of of the keeper of the prison. Who give you favor? Who make you have promotion? Or a raise? Who is the one that helped you when you go interview for a job? And then the interviewer say, oh, I help this guy. Who make that happen? God. Is that right? That's what happened to me when I moved to the U.S.? I applied for the job at University of Washington. I spoke with thick English accent. The boss could not even understand me. But God helped me. The boss accepted me in. Even though I never have any paper to show that I'm a doctor from Thailand. Nothing. I just came in with bare hand. No even letter of recommendation. He looked at me. Okay. Go to the meeting this evening. And he asked me to talk to another surgeon. And the surgeon interviewed me a little bit. Okay, come in. Easy. No application form either. I just walk in to his office at Harborview Hospital. Uh, I want a job here. Where you come from? Thailand. Are you a doctor? Yes. Are you a neurosurgeon? Yes. Any paper? No. Any letter of recommendation? No. Okay, go to the meeting this evening. Talk to Dr. Daisy. He interviewed me for five minutes. You get a job. Nothing. 
No paper. The Lord was with me. Make people like me. Five favor. Before I graduated from the University of Washington, I was thinking if I have to leave to another city, I have to leave the church. God, I need a job in Seattle. I did not even apply. I sit at home eating dinner. Somebody called me. Hello, I want to offer you a job. What? Where? Bellevue. Who? If you work in Bellevue and work in Everett, it's different. Okay, can you talk to my boss for me? Okay, I talk to your boss for me, for you, because my boss doesn't want anyone to stay in town. He wants to kick everyone out of other city. He talked to my boss. Okay, mom can stay. I don't have to fight. I don't have to do anything. Just sit at home eating dinner. I got a job. No application. Super abundant life. He gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. The keeper of the prison did not even look into anything that was under Joseph's authority. Because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made him prosper. Jesus came so that we may have life and that we have it more abundantly. Carry the presence of Jesus everywhere. Love Jesus with all your heart. Take care of his church business. Live for the kingdom. Seek the kingdom of God first. Obey Him. You learn anything in the Bible? Yes, Lord. Amen. You learn new things? Yes, Lord. I repent. Amen. You just become an obedient child of God. The Lord will give you favor. The presence of God will go with you everywhere. And He will make you prosper. You shall have Super abundant life. Amen? Amen? Expand your thinking. Change your believing. What kind of God we serve? More than? More than enough? God. The boat sinking? God. Too much fish in the boat. The net breaking? God. Too much fish in the nets. The 12 basket full, left over God. More than enough. After feed 5,000 men and the family, still left over 12 basket full. The God of the running over. He is the running over God. Everyone say running over. Everyone say boat sinking. Not Titanic though. Net breaking. Twelve basket full left over. He's not only the more than enough God, He is the generous God, liberal God. That is your daddy in heaven, papa in heaven. My papa 
is very rich. Super rich. And generous. That's why I do the same thing to my children. I need to be generous to my children. Left the inheritance. Help my children. How many people want to meet my children now? <laughs> Adopt you to be my children. Maybe my three children may not like it. <laughs> you know, Dad, be generous to your children. Okay? Be like the Father in heaven. Husband, be generous to your wife. Diamond ring. Generous to your wife. Be generous, man. Amen. Pastor Da say Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Everyone say, expand my vision. Expand my believing. Right thinking. Biblical thinking. My God is El Shaddai. The one who is mighty to supply, to nourish, to satisfy, to provide. And I am his child. I will have and will continue to have more than, more than enough life. You believe it will happen to you? Amen. Ha ha ha. Ho ho ho. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many people love the presence of God? How many people understand me now why I love to lay hand? Why I want the presence of God to fall upon you? So you do learn how to carry the presence of God everywhere. I want you to have thicker presence of God every Sunday when you come to church. Next Sunday, when you get touched, you go home, you have thicker presence. More, more, more presence of God in your life. When you have more presence of God, you can walk a life of miracles. Amen? That is the reason why we ask the Holy Spirit to touch you, to fill you, to marinate you, to just get into every vein, every part of your life. So you will be a carrier of the presence of God. Because I know the secret of the Bible. That's why I want all of you to carry the presence of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Are you ready to be filled again? To have more than enough presence of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.